Welcome to episode number six already of the... So we got bored during quarantine and we started a podcast. Podcast. Uh, we'd like to begin today with an apology, which is that uh, Hamesy, um messed up her bands quite badly. <laughs> And yes. uh, Jaded was not by the Rolling Stones, and we made a lot of fun of the Rolling Stones. Actually, it was by Aerosmith. But Any the, comments? I think the jokes were much better with the Rolling Stones. It was, they were, definitely. <laughs> so I'm kind of glad I still mixed them up. I think basically what we're saying is that from now onwards, whenever you hear the song Jaded, please think of the Rolling Stones. <laughs> um, anyway, welcome to uh, our sixth episode. Sixth, I can't say that. Sixth episode. The Sith. Oh no. No, 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 no. We've done enough Star Wars. I've had enough of that in my... I'm jaded from it. Shall we get another word? Tell me, drum roll, please. Jingle. jingle. Oh, jingle. Uh, what did I say last time? Um, random word. It, it's a random word. It's a random word. Give us, give us, give us, give us, give us a random word. The random word is supply. <laughs> That's a terrible word. Supply. To be fair, drug dealing, supply. I know. That's the first thing I think. This is, is it really? this dreadful. It's like drugs. Actually, no. Mine was worse. Mine went supply management, drug dealing. Those are the supply two things. Management. I don't know why that came into my head, but supply well, management. Clearly, was you first. had some business training in uni. Uh, well, yeah, but whether I paid attention to different questions. Well, clearly, something went in. Supply. Are we going to do supply or are we going to take one of the other five words or will they all make us think of something terrible and we'll have to change? I think drugs and Trump are kind of. Yeah, so, yeah. We, we haven't got to the level of excellent podcasting whereby we could offer quality content on those topics. Let's try a different one. Or are you still going with supply? No. Otherwise, it'd be a really boring episode about supply management. Random word generated. Behavior. Ooh, now that's a fun one. Behavior. I'm glad. That just makes me think of like sociology and psychology and all those ologies. It's a lot of ologies. Yeah. Biology. No. Geology. If we the, go back to our last episode. Our rock studies. It wasn't last rock episode. And roll episode number three. Sorry. Rock and roll studies. That's rock geology, roll, right? Simba thrusting studies. Thrusting. Um, behavior. Let's begin with the spelling of behavior. How do you spell behavior? Oh. Is one right answer? No. Yeah. There's a West Atlantic and an East Atlantic spelling. And you're an East Eastern Atlantic speller, and I'm a Western Atlantic speller. The West Atlantic spellers can't spell. I disagree. Ah, okay, no, let's go. Let's go to behavior. Behavior is an interesting topic, especially. Let's, let's talk about the behaviors of entertainers. I was gonna say the behavior during quarantine. We're all insane. That's true. What about behavior during quarantine? Do you find yourself doing like things you're not just acting a bit weird? I find myself acting a bit weird. Yeah, calorie counting. That's not weird. That's healthy. It's weird. <laughs> it's not weird. It's perfectly healthy. It's you know, made me lose weight. I How unreasonable. <laughs> you want to lose weight. Stop being so critical. Uh, anyway, uh, I have a weird one, which is that sometimes I wake up grumpy. And I'm not someone who wakes up grumpy. But I also have the biggest emotional roller coasters throughout the day. And for the smallest things, it's like, life is going fantastic. And then someone broke my plant pot. And I want, I want to die now. <laughs> There's like nothing in between. It's so erratic. Wait. 
somebody broke our plant pot no one broke our plant pots i'm trying to think of what what it was oh, that okay. triggered me the other day but yeah something got me in a real mood i was kind of surprised because usually it's me who's obsessed with the plant pots yeah okay you have taken completely the wrong part of this story and gone that's interesting i disagree that's also behavior so i'm obsessed with my plants plant pot. is it free yet <laughs> no it's not is it we're three episodes further at least and it's still that plant pot is in quarantine in the middle of our garden kind of inconveniently placed as well because it's technically in the middle it is it's just, i mean not technically it's literally just literally in the in the middle thank you for clarifying that it really is you trip over it just in case yeah anyway um behavior 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 so have you not done anything weird since you started have you done anything at all have you had behaviors no clearly not i um you are such a slow reactor to things. <laughs> you're well, I'm not you. No. But th- as I said, that's why you're the MC. I'm the ticket master. No, no. We we, we did not <laughs> agree on ticket master. Chicket. Chicket. <laughs> ticket you're, Jedi. You're the, you're the chicken Jedi. Chicken Jedi. That's what we're taking away. Yes. So, sorry. Anyway, your behaviors. <laughs> Tell me about them. Um, hmm. I don't know. I think, I, well, mainly I've stopped worrying about what i should do and just worked on what i want to do which involves a lot of free time or requires a lot of free time such as writing writing yes it's it's quite a time-consuming process isn't it and trying to be healthier Mm. (laughs) oh i hate that (laughs) you are literally gagging at the idea of exercise oh god don't say that word let's discuss your exercise routine I think we should. Uh, no. It's currently when we're filming this. It's five to eleven at night. Tell me a little bit about this newfound health regime, this new behavior. Actually, I saw an article today. This is what makes it interesting uh, about um, that. A lot of people are becoming really unhealthy during quarantine, and we've done and the it's opposite. Really funny. We've done the opposite. It I does. Know. Somebody like one of my high school friends. Like I saw, she's she's she like posted on Facebook saying uh, something nice to her husband's like, oh, I've enjoyed your cooking. And then somewhere in between all the messages, there was a hashtag seven weeks seven kilos. And I was like, gained she, or lost? That's what I was wondering. And I was like, well, I lost them, away. but what if everybody else is gaining them? I think it's a problem. It was in the, the Dutch national newspaper was saying that, yeah, basically a lot of people are, are gaining weight and becoming really unhealthy because they're not cycling to work. They're not leaving the house. And it's funny because we, the the life of a, like an amateur entertainer is not a terribly healthy one. No. There's a lot of booze involved. Not necessarily like excessive drinking, just regular drinking. Yeah. Um, and then also you usually eat at the weirdest times of day. Which means you end up having very reduced choices. <coughs> Capsulon. Yeah, it's, it's, it ends up all being all kind of Turkish fast food usually. Yeah, so if anybody, I feel like we should explain what a capsalon is. Though. Oh yes, a capsalon is um, the a barber shop. Yeah, I think what's called a hairdresser. So uh, yeah, it's a Dutch. It's a Dutch fast food dish which is delicious. Uh, it's comprised. It is. It's comprised of uh, chips or fries for anyone who's of the if western spelling western atlantic spelling western yeah. atlantic <laughs> spelling um and there's either uh it's like shawarma or kebab meat some kind of meat um there's some veggies in it there's a lot of lettuce. onions lettuce uh Those are the cheese on top 
loads of garlic sauce, which is really what I like more than anything else. Um, and so that's a capsule on. And so, yeah, it's usually the only places that are open are uh, t- Turkish fast food places. At in, two in, in the Bahia, morning, yeah. At, you know, some horrendous hour of morning between post two, show. And, two and three post-show. Um, so, of course, we've done, we've had a really healthy lifestyle since the quarantine. It's yeah, it's been great. great. I mean, I'm waking up before 10 in the morning and it's, it's it's a miracle i mean you have to consider that we go to bed usually at, at you know two I to did, three i usually wake up at 11 11 yeah was it was a pretty, pretty for me i mean time. emma wakes up earlier but a little bit but. and now now i'll wake up at eight and be like mm, still don't have anything to do so i'll stay in bed until nine because i'm a horrible human being like that <laughs> okay speaking of behaviors what is with that you can't wake up at like eight in the morning why do you wake up at eight and then go I'll just stay here until nine. I don't understand. I wake up and I'm like, right, now we have to begin. I think the only thing I can compare it to, which might get a little political here, is you know those people in a certain country where they're like, I have the right to have a gun, so I'll have it. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what country that is. I I don't know. I've heard of a country like that. The big orange Cheeto running it. (laughs) Basically. Um, And... So basically, it's kind of like, well, I have nothing to do. I can't. So I'll do it. What you're saying and is then that you're petty. My... Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, what prompted you to get up? Like, there must be something that suddenly you're like, okay, my hour is over. Discomfort. Really? Yeah. I just yeah, get fed is, up with is, the bed. A, okay, I can't understand. So I'm one of those people who wakes up in the morning and especially before I was in a relationship, um, I was like, okay. Now I get up. I cannot understand people who, who literally lie in bed because they find it fun. This is beyond my comprehension. It's not like I'm in bed going, ha ha ha, it's so much fun. Ooh, you know, like I'm in a disco club. Um, it could those, be in your dreams. It could be my dreams. Yeah. I, I kind of, you know, you kind of doze off in and out, but you don't never reach that. You, It's aspirational. You're hoping you'll go back to that deep sleep, but you never really do because your body's like, I'm, I'm done with this. Like your body's done with it, but your mind is still kind of groggy, so you don't want to push it. It's it's a weird limbo state. It is a bit. Also, we have different sleeping, like going to sleep methods too. Which is that you don't go to sleep very quickly. And you hit the bed, the pillow, and you're gone. I'm absolutely conked out. I'm like, my part my father's exactly the same, but he, he, he says that he doesn't do it. The worst part is that you go like, I'm not sleepy. And then I'm like, yeah, yeah. Just get horizontal and then you're gone. You're like, that's it. I can't say. I just, it's, it, it's efficient sleeping. I go to bed. I sleep. I, I, I wake up. I right get now. up. Yeah, no. It doesn't matter I'm tired, but it's like, it's like you know. No. I, I lay there. And I'm like, I'm really tired. I'm really sleepy. I lay down. You go to sleep earlier. And I'm still laying there. Thinking of all the things I'm guilty about. <laughs> you know? Okay. Let's talk about guilt. Oh. That's an interesting... Uh, that, that's not the word for today. No, it's behavior, isn't it? <laughs> well, isn't that- guilt kind of a be- <laughs> it's kind of a behavior? Damn it. I mean, yeah. yeah. I well, what is the be- what do you think are like best the- behaviors and worst behaviors? Oh, like which I mean, way the- to put the roll of the pro- toilet paper? Oh no, there's only one way. And I'm <laughs> sure lots of people would disagree. <laughs> they would, yeah. We luckily agree. Do we? I thought we didn't actually. Oh well, fun facts. If not, we've been switching the toilet papers all the time, and we haven't. <laughs> no, we haven't. That's true. Um, 
No, because the fun thing with behaviors is that any of them, when in ex- excess, is is too much. It jades you. No, let's not go back to where jaded. <laughs> enough of jaded. Aerosmith, Star sorry. <clears throat> Star Wars. Um, no, but like, no matter what good behavior you have, when it's in excess, it's too much. You know, like, um, I'm trying to think of what are good behaviors. Like saying sorry all the time? Yeah, being apologetic is generally speaking quite a nice uh, behavior because it means someone has you know, thought about it and has apologized for their actions if they were in the wrong um, it can feel quite nice to be told, oh, I'm, I made a mistake, I'm sorry. Uh, they do it too often. You're like, oh, you're flaky. Like, you're flimsy. Like, come on, have a bit of backbone, right? Yeah, or, I wouldn't use those words, flaky or flimsy. No, I, these are not the right words. I would have said more like st- being a carpet, you know, being that like, stepped on. Yeah. Um, th- that, yeah. You're then you have another, yeah. another one, too nice. Uh, like basically you end up trying to please everyone yeah and it again you're a bit of a carpet you get walked on and you also don't feel like you have an opinion yeah so any any behavior and also you know also kind of what you see as more negative behaviors when done right can seem quite positive for example arrogance if you've done it bet you know you've made an effort is just confidence you know you've gone too far that's arrogance yeah <clears throat> I wonder sometimes if you know how we were looking at Project Gutenberg, which we mentioned on I don't know first episode. Probably the first episode, yeah. Um, but one of the books we had looked on, which was kind of funny, was the the etiquette one for women in the what the nineteen. It was old. It was old. Um, but the funny thing is that when we searched for it again, I just typed etiquette. There was quite a few books from like 1930, <clears throat> 1920s. Like this was a huge important thing, and I feel like nowadays we. I don't feel like it's such an important thing. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because I wouldn't say it's necessarily a good thing. No, I don't. I think it, w- it was liberating. I think with, um, you know, all these chat um, methods of, of online chatting, it kind of disrupted the way we normally interact with people. So we were kind of diving and exploring these ways of communicating without having any structure, any way of or nobody was dictating how you were supposed to communicate. Yeah. But now it's reached a point where it's so commonplace that sometimes you're wondering if people are being rude, if they just don't care or they're not paying attention to you. And it's really hard also when you're doing it through like text messages, um, whether it's, but even it does also carry over into like real life as well. Cause one thing really, it's one of those weird kind of, we'll see, um, like kind of like, american term that the 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 pet peeve mm. and then it really nags at me is when i spot people who are at a checkout or who are talking to um whether it's a cashier or someone at the supermarket or uh someone uh, at a bank wearing headphones oh yeah they're wearing headphones they're talking to someone who's trying to help them um i find it really annoying because for me it shows a lack of respect yeah you've e- literally even if gone they're not on if they're not on, yeah. I still find it annoying because how does the person you know you're no. talking to know they're not on? Sometimes you know they're on because the person's shouting. Yeah, which I've also experienced at the housing desk at the university, where the poor woman who was there trying to help this guy was like, getting shouted at because he had his headphones in. Oh my gosh! And I was okay. really close to going, dude, just take them out. Like, yeah, it wouldn't be so hard. It's like no, I'm gonna totally be able to listen to this person talk to me while I listen to music. But the fact that that kind of feels 
Yeah, and I okay. listen to music sometimes when I'm in the the supermarket, and I take off my headphones when I I go through the checkout desk. Yeah. So that I, you know, I'm showing the kind of a, a form of respect. At least that I guess. you're available for communication. It, yeah, that you're available, and I find it really um, disrespectful to to do it that way. It feels it feels like you're not taking that person's role seriously at all. And it's something that really, really nags at me. Yeah. It's one of those weird things. I, I do wonder if, if we've reached a point where maybe, you know, technology has kind of permeated the way we communicate, the way we entertain ourselves. For example, like having the, the music on with us. And I do wonder if we do need like a new set of, of standards, per se, that we adhere to. Uh, well, etiquette in a way, modern etiquette. I suppose so. I mean, the thing is that, I think what the thing is... It's become, we no longer, I don't know how, whether people still kind of, whether parents also still educate their kids about kind of what is, you know, what is wrong and right when it comes to talking to other people. Because you don't get it at school. This is a big, kind of also something I find that's kind of weird is that you don't get trained at school in the art of um, communicating or the norms of, of communication or how to read body language or all these kind of things. Um, and so if the parents don't do it, then no one gets it, and then you just kind of create your own your own thought process behind it, how it works. And you usually second guessing and like over stressing about it because uh, even if you you know you you want to make a friend, and you're always overthinking, it's like oh should I talk to them? Should I not talk to them? Or how to initiate? You know like whether it's if you really like this person, then contact them and be persistent yeah. enough. This is an interesting thing because I remember when we we met, we had this kind of conversation at some point too. Because uh, you were doing a thesis and so on, and uh, you'd met different people that you quite liked, but you had no idea how to take it from like, like what's the next step, right? Because we 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 both went through the university introduction week, and we had those friends for a while, but then you got delayed with your your studies, and so everyone that you knew had kind of left. Yeah. You started making these new friends. You're like, I don't know what to do, like. And I'm like, well, you just talk to them. Like, you contact them. You say, hey, you want to hang out? But it's so weird for people. Because I remember meeting this guy not so long ago that I got, got on well with. And I was like, hey, you want to hang out? And he was like, yeah, sure. And you, you do. And then I, you kind of wonder if they're, they're sitting there going, is this weird? Like, this is a person I barely know and, and so on. And doing it not through kind of a university platform yeah. in some ways. Um, it's like we're aided so much to make friends. We don't know how to do them ourselves. No, I don't think I don't think we do because I, I I've told so many people that like I don't know what to do. Like I feel so lonely. I'm like well then like is there someone you like around that you think you might be good friends? With? Like you might you might be able to be friends with? And like yeah, it's like why don't you tell them like can I go for coffee? And it feels very obvious to me, but it does after having done it for a while. Yeah. Um, you know, you then you get into the habit of just being I'm, I'm my mother's blood runs in my veins, um, <laughs> but being kind of almost. Just overly confident, like, hey, you want to do this? Um, and seeing whether someone someone goes and, for and it. And it's funny because it has that. That's because I'm I'm thinking of it from the perspective of being the re- on the receiving end of this attention from you. Yeah. Um, and, and it makes you feel kind of special, and you're like, oh, that's so nice. This person wants to hang out with me, so you want to hang out with them because they make you feel good. Which is it's like a, a it's like thing. the opposite of a vicious circle. Exactly. Um, and coming from like on the side of. I think I'm an introvert, and for me, like I overthink things a lot. Um, and, and <laughs> Do ya? <laughs> you know well. Um, so making friends is is a difficult thing, and I I realize that I have to be to a certain extent pushy on myself to contact people because it's very easy for me to just 
let things slide and I stop contacting. And I, I, even though I feel very strongly about a person, I may not be as proactive at contacting them. And then when suddenly the friendship kind of dissipates, I'm, I feel angry and I feel betrayed. Um, well, that's another point because I think also one of those hard things is that um, also a lot of people struggle with the notion that sometimes your friends can disappear for a little while and they come back. But then both parties feel this kind of like side of guilt because like, oh, I didn't contact them, but they didn't contact me either. And and, and then it becomes this kind of like a big crack in the earth and both people fall into it and you lose a friendship for nothing. Yeah. Just because you're feeling guilty that uh, either you didn't cut or you can't remember who contacted who and who's in fault as if you're in fault for it. Yeah. Or that you can't move on from if there was a fault, like you can't move on from it. Yeah. No. No, yeah, exactly. Like getting past that. Um, there's another side of behavior, which is an interesting one. <laughs> Definitely less, less uh, serious than what we're taking on. Which is the idea of fetishes. Oh. That's a beha- <laughs> now tell me, is a fetish a behavior? Uh, this has been something on my mind for a while. I don't know why. Well, isn't a behavior anything that is acted upon? Like you, you, you oh, then in that case. It. So I think it would be. For most part, a fetish a, would be. A fetish be- would mm. Okay, then. I don't I, know. I, I can Google, Google it. Google it. Oh, this is yeah. a moment to use our Google search engine. Because I need to know more about this fetish. Because this is another thing in this world that I don't... You know, behaviors are something that's very interesting to me. But one thing I don't really understand is the notion of some fetishes. Which is the whole point of it. What is the definition of a fetish? Because it must be like... It's like for a specific group of people who... Okay, it's technically not a behavior. It's actually a desire. So a form of sexual desire in which gratification is linked to an abnormal degree to a particular object item of clothing part of the body etc okay so it's a desire it's it's not necessarily the behavior the behavior is i guess next step i don't know oh okay fair enough and it doesn't fit in the 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 behavior category oh that's funny there's another definition um which is not sexual at all it's an inanimate object worshipped for its supposed magical powers or because it is considered to be inhabited by a spirit that's quite fun. I like that. Suddenly, fetish. a foot fetish takes on a whole new Aww. meaning. Do you imagine that, that there's that you could have you could go to some rural, uh, your rural little town in in a country far, far away or super nearby, and you find this like little old grandma's foot, and you're like, this foot contains the spirit of the mountain. But no, because that's animate. Oh yeah, that's true. Right, animate but fun. you find like a like a random statue of a foot in the middle of a forest, and they're they're going, we mm. have. They're like the whole forest has a foot fetish, and you're sitting there going, "What? <laughs> everyone who lives here has a foot fetish? How can everyone have a foot fetish?" And they're like, "Yeah, of course you have a foot fetish. Do you want to see our foot fetish? No, I don't want to see your foot fetish. <laughs> Do you imagine what kind of misunderstandings oh, this would lead no. to? Oh, th- mm. yeah. I think that would be fantastic. I think it would be hilarious. A nose fetish would be even better. A no." I feel a statue of a nose anywhere would just why you know especially the face a lot of a lot of uh, people compliment different parts of the face ooh I like your eyes ooh I like your mouth ooh I like your cheeks ooh I like your dimples why does no one say ooh I like your nose that is not a common phrase 
Ooh, I like your nose. Yeah, it's not very nice, is it? <laughs> I like the part of your face where mucus dribbles out <laughs> and there's funky hairs in there. Speak for yourself. There's no funky hairs in mine. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Excuse me. Also, why did you have to bring up? Yeah, I guess it's mucus. I mean, it's a, it's basically air filter. Really good air filter. It One, it it warms the air that you're inhaling so that it's not so much of a shock to your lungs. Okay. It moisturizes it. Right. And it collects any bacteria, dust with the hairs on the mucus. So it basically cleans it before you breathe it in. So basically what you're saying is that a nose is the body's vacuum cleaner. No, the, the nose is the HEPA filter. I don't know what one of those is. Okay, maybe let's let's go away from noses before we go down a very disgusting path. Um, behaviors. Uh, <laughs> foot fetishes. <laughs> foot fetishes. Behaviors. What? Yeah. I will not be able to unsee a foot in a forest. It's and be like it's a foot fetish. It's a great. Yeah, you do a statue of foot. There's a spirit stuck inside of it. What kind of spirit do you think would be in a foot fetish? A really unfortunate one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh I I yeah. Are there any famous people who who have foot fetishes? I think there are. Can you Google famous people? Idris Elba. No, what's his name? Uh the director. Is it Tarantino? Oh yeah, Quentin Tarantino. He has a big foot fetish, yeah. right? So he's stuck as a spirit inside of a foot. Do you imagine Quentin Tarantino's spirit inside a great big foot statue? Would it be a Quentin fetish? No, it would be no, a foot be a fetish. fetish. A foot, oh, a foot, Tarantino's foot fetish. I know. That's a mouthful. I don't like his stuff at all. Have you watched anything? I think so. He did Django, right? Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't like that that one. It's just very bloody. Yeah, it is. It's, uh... We should still watch Kill Bill, though. I don't know why. It's one of those movies that I don't mind watching again and again. What if you watch it this time? You're like, I don't like it. I could be. I changed that way. Is that very bloody, too? I think there are certain parts. Yes. Are there lots of feet in it? Can you Google yeah. famous people with foot fetishes? Because I think there's a lot of them. It's, yeah, it's apparently a very common foot fetish. Not that this None is any research that's well done. This is just putting it directly into Google. So Which is tru- basically what you would do at yeah. home. And we would trust it 100% even if it's not true. So scientific. <laughs> I know. You were once a scientist. Actually, you that, still are. That's another big question. Just because you studied, you have a degree uh-huh. in a science study, does that really make you a scientist? Just because I studied a biologist, does it really make me a biologist? Well, I think if you go by the, the idea that, yeah. I mean, if you train as a hairdresser, you'll always be a hairdresser, right? You're not necessarily a yeah. practicing hairdresser. I don't know. I don't feel like for science, it's the same <clears throat> same way. Oh, my. Oh, dear. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Any interesting ones? It's funny. Twelve celebrities who have foot fetish from backlol.com. Anyway, backlol.com. That and sounds promising. Back is with a K, just B A K. Who? T- anyways. All right. I, I I assume it must mean something, but I don't. I'm it not, doesn't matter. Right I'm not now. hip and cool. Let's go into those twelve celebrities. Right. So the first one. Guess who? Tarantino. Yep. Okay. Done. Second. Um. <laughs> Glad you didn't ask me to ask guess who. Not a surprise, I guess, but also, anyways, Marilyn Manson. 
Yeah, okay, I can see that. Yeah. I bet he eats feet. I bet he has many other fetishes, but anyways, like weird colored contact lenses. True. Not really fetish. Anyway, next one. Andy Warhol. <laughs> the name like Warhol. <laughs> I did okay. I guess I'm not surprised. He, he's yeah. a, the recurring theme of artists so far. Yeah. Next one. The next. I have no clue who this person is. Who? Big boy and boy spelled B O I. No idea. Let's move on. Okay. Next one. I know you probably won't know. Christian Slater. Nope. No idea. Okay. This one. Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley had yeah. a foot fetish. Now he would make a good spirit in the statue. Don't you think? Yeah. He'd be a fantastic spirit. Oh my gosh. We should just like... Do you imagine if you like you walked up that foot fetish, that, that foot fetish, the statue, and suddenly went, the blue suede shoes. <laughs> That'd be great. Oh my gosh. People would flock to see They would. It. Yeah. No, he's a good, he's a good shout. I like him. Yeah. All right. Next one. Ludacris. I know. He's a rapper, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Boring enough. Let's move on. Um... This one, I know his name, but I can't click. Brooke Burke. It sounds like, to me, it sounds like a shoe. Brooke Burke. Brooke Birkenstock. Brooke, That's what he is. I don't know. I never I heard of Brooke. a woman. Oh, is it? That's unfortunate. I think, yeah. Brooke Burke. So who is Brooke Burke? Uh, she's a TV person. Okay. If you, I th- yeah. More an American thing. Um... Okay, what next. We're running out of time in this episode, oh, so we sorry. have to finish our 12. Okay, okay, okay. 12 celebrities. I've had to click. Oh, gosh, that's disturbing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. No, no more pictures. <laughs> Are you getting those really bad yeah, advertisements? Um, among other things. Okay, Brookwork has a foot fetish. Oh, Jackie Blackie. Jack Black. Jack Black. Yeah. I can see him having a foot fetish. He's a funky dude. I can get that. Okay, but he said he's not into kinky foot worshipping acts like sucking on toes or sniffing them. Yes. Yeah. Right. Moving uh, so, on. Uh, who knows? Oh, Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin? The, the man that every woman wished hadn't turned gay. Or hadn't turned out to be gay. Not turned gay, really. He's really very attractive. Oh, I, d- I don't want to say this. No. What? This cannot be true. Okay, I don't want to talk about this. It's from a a, 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 sh- a website called, what, Boklol? Boklol, yeah. It says Ricky Martin once admitted that he was an urophiliac. What's one of those? Urophilia, commonly known as golden shower. I know. Okay, who knows what this is? And I'm ending there. Uh, the next one is Enrique Iglesias. It's a recurring theme amongst Latins. <laughs> oh, Jay Leno. All right. And, and is that oh, was he the last one? He was oh, the, the last, last one. one yeah. Jay Leno was a surprise reveal. Oh, it's a good way to end, to be honest. Okay, we've gone over time already at this point. Oh dear, I'm really sorry. We 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 entertained you with fetishes. you know foot fetish. Uh, just imagine a statue in the middle of a lovely forest, maybe the Black Forest. Can you do one? Of, you should do one of those voiceovers. Mm-hmm. You know, those sexy voices, not sexy, but you know those kind of yeah. Kind of like, imagine yourself in a forest far, far away. Okay. That one of those. Go for it. Foot fetish meditation session one oh one. Imagine you're sitting in the middle of a forest, surrounded by foot statues. <laughs> Inside of the feet, 
are spirits, spirits of love, peace, and Quentin Tarantino. Who <laughs> <laughs> is neither love nor peace. And Quentin Tarantino. That should be the biggest foot in the forest. Go to that one and suck its toe. <laughs> you just ruined it! It I'm was meant to be a peaceful kind of outro. Oh, sorry. Do not suck on that toe, no okay. matter what. <laughs> Don't talk it back! Okay, stop talking! Okay. <laughs> Alright, okay. Thank you for listening to this uh, sixth episode of... So we got bored during quarantine and we started a podcast. Podcast starring Quinn Tarantino, Foot Fetishes and Friends. Thank you for listening. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.